Hello, everybody. I'm John Locke, and I'd like to welcome you to the LockingYourSuccess.com Trading Performance Podcast, where it's all about real traders, real problems, and real coaching. Listen up and enjoy the segment. For those serious about becoming successful, consistently profitable options traders, now is the time to build skills in technical analysis, market analysis, and applied volatility to get those results. We have multiple memberships, starting with our Go membership that teaches rules-based trading and our Pro membership that teaches more subjective trading. For more information, go to LockInYourSuccess.com memberships. Before we go, I'd like to remind you the presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that risk and trading options is substantial. Please make sure you're aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also, a note that if we do show any trades and results, please consider them to be hypothetical computer simulated trades and results. Um, and the live results can vary from similar results for many different reasons. Uh, I was wanting your thoughts on how you personally would manage large accounts like $25 million. Very broad question, so how you feel appropriate, but wanted your thoughts on how you would allocate equity versus options versus futures, whatever, and position size. Would be the simplest way to structure things as far as potential adjustments go. I realize uh, environment matters, so let's assume you're starting today uh, entering a period of volatility such as pre-COVID. Right? This is not a simple answer, and it's not a, an answer that goes would go to every person. We'd be highly specific on your skill level. It'd be highly specific on um, you know, 25 million might be your account size, but what's your net worth? Is it um, you know you could have a 25 million dollar account with a, a 10,000 10 million dollar net worth by being heavily financed on certain things and overfinanced and leveraged, or you could have 25 million dollar account and have 100 million dollars in net worth which makes the account itself all not all that significant. It's only 25% of net worth. So there's a lot of things going on there. But in general, you know, we talk about market outlook. Where you should be positioned is highly dependent on where the market is. So if I'm just going to go, let me just go to like a 20-year um, weekly chart for a second. You know, we know when the market's overextended, you know, let's go to SPX. When the market's overextended and high, you want to be light on equities, right? When everybody's euphoric and thinking the market's going to go up forever, you want to be light on equities. Anytime there's a major event or a major down move, you want to get heavy into equities. You want to be able to have the cash available to do that. So up in here, you should be heavy on cash. Up in here, if anything, you should be leveraged. Uh, uh, you should be full in uh, or, or heavily, heavily in anything long, right? We come in, we have our price patterns. We bring our price patterns out. Again, we get dips. We can buy dips. Um, but you can see here, like if you just take this last COVID example, and we'll talk real time because we talked about this during market outlook, right? So we had market outlook back here. And you can see when the market was down here, this very week, I was talking about piling into long positions. And my long positions were not necessarily option positions because that has a time frame related to it. It's a good value. Stocks are a good value here. You want to buy them, right? Then you have the, the pattern that, that plays out. That's normal. But you want to be long here. You want to be long here. And then we have a price pattern projection targets, right? So our price pattern projection targets puts us in a topping out range of the market here. We want to start lightening up on equities here. By the time we hit this 
this 200% rate, this yellow area here, we, uh, and this was all in play, by the way, before the moves. You can go back to our past market outlooks and see it. Um, I was talking about starting to lighten up here, and then when we're up in here in this level, being out of equities mostly. You always want to have some equities in because you never know the market may keep going up, but being mostly out of equities at this point, we knew the market was going to reset somewhere down into this range here. We want to start collecting equities down in this range. And now here we're setting in another pattern, and likely we're going to break out, and we can set a we can set a projection as to where this is going to go once it does. We may be si sideways for maybe the rest of this year, maybe a little bit up, but we break out higher, and then we you know we want to be um, uh, we want to be aware of where our price pattern targets are to lighten up, and that and that and that's going to be fluctuating back and forth, back and forth, right? And I think of what would happen if you. Put a, you know, every dime you had in equities at this point. And then, you know, the end of 2022, uh, 2021, you're, or during the year 2021, you're scaling out of them, and then you scale back into them down here. It's um, very high probability moves in the marketplace. It's, it's, it's pretty much what should have happened in the marketplace. You want to do that. But as you're topping out, you know, you can start getting into neutral things, right? So you do not want to do covered calls here. Right, you want to be in like, I mean, you don't want to do naked puts so that you can pick up stuff if the market continues down. You can pick up stuff at at a, at a better rate. Uh, you get paid really well for naked puts, but naked puts with the intention of the intention of buying. You want to get here. You don't want to do any kind of covered calls here. You know, you might want to do it at the consolidation that's likely to happen here. Right, so we got this when we hit this new high, we're likely to go into a consolidation pattern. You could maybe do it there, but once we broke out of the pattern, you do not want to be in covered calls again, right? Because covered calls just it, it caps your profits on stock, and you don't want to be in a position where you're going to cap your profits on stock if the market's likely to go here. Once we get up into here, boom, you want to start doing your covered calls again, right? Covered calls, covered calls, covered calls, covered calls. Um, neutral strategies, strategies that take on risk to the upside of the marketplace. Um, Basically, anything more towards bearish up in here, anything, you know, if you get into option strategies, you know, Super Bowls are very good in this environment. If it's volatile, you don't want a regular bull, you want a Super Bowl. If it's not volatile, a regular bull is fine. You want to get into your bear trades as you come up into, get ranged up into this range here. Um, bearish butterflies, so forth, all in through here. And then, of course, once the market bottomed and we set in, um, this area here, you kind of want to be out of your bearish trades because now we have all the signals that the market's going to try and um, recapture this level up in here, at least possibly uh, all-time highs. So your strategy ideally is going to vary depending on what the market's doing. If you can do that, if you can maximize it, that's where the great wealth is made. Right, and also remember, cash is a position. You can be in cash. We have we have uh, certain types of market environments like 2018, where you didn't want to be in equities, and you really didn't want to be in any kind of neutral options position. Realistically, it was a good time for cash, and you could tell that by when you set up your positions, it basically it, it was no good. Um, I don't want to be in options positions when it's no good. I want to be in options positions when my probabilities are high. I want to be in options positions when the price is likely to be range bound. Um, you know, unless I'm, um, yeah, that's true. Even if I'm open to the upside, right? So if I'm a, if I do an M3.4 use my normal strategy, for example, I don't want to be doing those down here because, yeah, I mean an M3.4 use is not going to lose in this, but it's not the best trade to be in because you're not going to. 
make all the money associated with the gain. When I start to top out here, yeah, I want to be an M3.4U. We're overly, I mean, generally bullish in the marketplace, and the market's likely to go up. That strategy represents that opinion. So I can do that. When I break out, oh, I want to be long again. When I get back up in here, I want to be an M3.4U. When I get back into here, I want to be in more um, bearish positions, at least until we get down and retest here, right? Because this is the, I mean, you guys should be able to see this pretty clear when you look at it, right? We had a, a pattern put in here. We had a range of consolidation at the top of the pattern. It gives us a low target here and a high target here. The, this is um, times I sell your equities, right? This red's been marked out for years now. Um, that's the time to sell your equities. We get back in here. This is back in your green zone again to be to be long again in the market. And during this whole period, you can apply the appropriate strategy depending on um, where things are what's likely to happen with things and what your implied volatility is doing. Because implied volatility is your key. We trade implied as, as as a condor trader, a Brooklyn butterfly trader, a calendar trader, we trade implied volatility. We don't trade theta. We trade implied volatility. Your success is going to be determined on what a combination of what implied volatility is doing and a combination of what the price movement is doing. Either one of those can take you out. Either one of those can win you the trade. So uh, that understanding is something that you should understand. Um, at a or gain or, or aspire to gain a deep understanding um, of that. If you do that, you can, like I said, be very, very effective with your decision making on uh, what's likely to happen. And that is what I have for you today. If you have any questions or comments or anything else you'd like to see in the next Trading Performance Podcast, please list that in the comments and I'll personally answer your questions and comments for you. Also, I'd love to encourage you to come on over to LockingYourSuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com and check out our trading performance and pro memberships where you can find the tools you need to become a much more effective trader regardless of the type of trading you do. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next Trading Performance Podcast.